Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 174. It's a Monday night. Uh, Just had a pretty serious uh, lightning storm, hard rain, uh, but it stopped, and it actually cooled, cooled down a little bit. So, but anyway, let me start off by telling you guys right now I'm a lot of damn pain, okay? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I have not felt like this in a while. I'm going to tell you why in a second, okay? And this is a crazy observation. This is a crazy observation, you know? I talk about, I talk to you guys all the time about me having to get to, to the gym or I have, having to work out. I have to start doing some walking or whatever the case may be. Well, <clears throat> Today, um, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but we had a 20 foot, it was a 10, a 10 by 20 foot storage unit that we've had for maybe about two years. No, 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 no. Less, less, about a year. I'll say a year. All right. And this is why we have the storage unit, you know. I mentioned that we owned a few properties here in Monroe. We're not landlords. We will buy again, but we, those were older properties, um, and it came with a headache. I, we did well. I bought them real low, and I sold them really high, so we made a great profit. They were purchased. They were cash purchases, so we did really well with them. So, um, however, um, the final one that we have was in the historic district of this town. It was built in 1901, and it belonged to the mayor of this town uh during the 1930s i think he ran two terms don't remember uh mayor sykes beautiful home kind of creepy i had all the electricity done i had all the plumbing done and i had a brand new roof put on that house was good to go now i had to paint and do a few things now the house i wasn't gonna rent it i actually i've i've let you know a few people stay there in the past uh just to kind of you know the only obligation i gave them was you know take care of the help me with the taxes and pay the utilities you know just just to maintain stuff so that way uh but no rent nothing to uh make a profit from i didn't want to profit from it so but because my overall idea was to use the house as a place of business to be creative that was and every time i think about it honestly man it gets me sick because i i, I sold the house uh, because I got to a point, I just didn't want it. Um, I wanted to pay down some taxes. And I just didn't want to deal with it. It became a burden after a while. I, I didn't have interest in being in the house. Like, I didn't have interest in fixing anything. Um, 
I was just too into whatever I, whatever it is that I do. So knowing, you know, when they was to call me, hey, the grass is high over there, I have to go over there and cut the grass or call someone to go, you know, I would hire people to go cut the grass or they would tell me, you know, whatever it was. The city was a pain in the ass. It's the historic district, man, everybody complained. So, um, however, we did more work on our on our uh, home than anyone else in the area. Everybody else pr- pretty much threw some paint on it and called it a day. The thing is, the city liked that. They were concerned about how it looked. They didn't care about how it functioned. They didn't care if you didn't have new wiring or new plumbing or even a new roof. They wanted to make sure that it was uh, it was pleasing to the eye. This this house was not pleasing well it was getting there but wasn't pleasing to the eye because i hadn't done a paint job yet it was a wooden structure um and after i did the roof that was to be the next stop the next step the final step i mean come on who really wants to paint their house and the inside is crappy you know what i mean so it just made no sense to me but they fought me on it and i just got to the point where i was like you know what man i'm just gonna sell this I'll make a profit. There was somebody who was giving me a hard time and I know they wanted it and I purposely sold it to someone else because I didn't want to give it to that person. I think I might have even taken like a $5,000 hit on it to be spiteful, you know, because I feel that that person was the person that was, you know, kept on complaining to the city. So I think they made it miserable. They made made me miserable. I didn't want to deal with it. Um, But then when I let it go, uh, I forgot I, I had during the, the rough times of having the house I forgot I lost track of the reason why I got the house in the first place so I kind of that kind of slipped away so when I got let, let go of the house suddenly I started being reminded and by the things that I had around me I started getting reminded of why I had this house and I would get sick and I was like damn Damn, I should have held on to the damn house. I mean, I had no mortgage on it. It really cost me like nothing, like maybe a couple hundred dollars a month to 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 hold on to. It really didn't cost me anything, you know? And but anyway, so at that house between the inside and we have a storage unit, I wind up getting stuff out of it. It was all my personal stuff. It was like tools, camera equipment, um, light stands, lights dollies all kinds of stuff um and we didn't want to bring it to my house immediately we knew we didn't want everything like there was stuff in there that i knew i didn't really want so um what we said is we said well you know what let's get a storage unit a big one so that we won't have to sit there and try to play rubik's cube with it let's go and get a big storage unit and let's just throw everything in there and then we'll you know every month we'll Go grab a few things, bring it home, find a place for it. The problem is we never did that. We put it everything in there and we kind of locked the door and forgot about it, you know? We went in there, we started making a couple, you know, taking a few things out. I thought I had all my cameras out of there. Anything that I really thought, you know, was, well, first of all, cost a lot of money, all right? Then um, uh, the COVID hit. At that point, they delayed everybody. They, like, put the ferments on everything, like, on the storage unit. Um, and so we didn't have to make payments, and they didn't really bother us. Uh, when they finally came to us, it was, like, over $1,000. And at this point now, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm still living on, basically living on 2019 money. I cannot go and just throw, you know, 
you know, $1,500 for a unit that I basically took everything out already. Like, what's in there? Like, garbage, maybe, you know? I don't think there's anything of any kind of value in there. And I kept thinking about, is there anything in there that's worth $1,000 at least? I was like, nah. So my idea was to just let it go. Hey, keep the shit. Go auction it off, whatever you want to do. And um, nobody's going to really want that. So they kept sending me notices, and I just ignored the notices. And then finally the guy calls me because they said they were going to auction the stuff off first. They said June 1st, and they changed it to July 1st. And I'm like, so I didn't get it. So the guy calls me up, and he goes, hey, man, so what's going on with the with the storage unit? I'm like, listen, man, I ain't going to bullshit nobody. I really don't want to put $1,000, $1,500 into it. I don't want to give you guys $1,500. Like, the stuff that I have in there is, like, stuff that I'm probably going to bring home and throw in the garbage. I said, I don't even think you can auction and get that money back. I'll be real with you. So, you know, we talked for a while. I was a nice guy. I didn't want to, you know, he just, he's just a worker. He don't own the place. And, but to see, the thing is what they don't want, what the workers don't want, I'm learning this, is they don't want to auction the stuff. They don't want to go through that. It's usually done on the weekend. Uh, it's, it. You know, it involves, I guess, you know, taking an inventory, going through the auction, then supposedly if they get enough money after the auction, um, they're supposed to send you the rest or whatever. So if they if you owe them 1500 and they sell it for two grand, you get 500 back. I personally didn't care. I remember sitting up a few nights really, really trying to dive deep and saying, what the hell could I have in there? Might be some more style and free CDs, uh, maybe some of my my real estate notes. Um, you know, I started I started to really and I couldn't find figure out anything. Then I started thinking, I said, wait a minute, Erica's paintings. Now the thing is, you know, my daughter did a lot of paintings, but she really didn't care about the paintings. I think I care more for them than she like. She paint them, she put them up. But they weren't like, yo, dad, put these away or look, I'm going to pack one. She just left them when she went to the army. She just, she didn't care. And I told her I put them in storage. I put them in plastic bags and put them in there. She was fine with it. So she had no no issues with that. But it did bother me. It bothered me. So I was, that was one thing I said, all right, you know what? <sighs> People lose a lot of shit over the years. She's still painting. There'll be more. Uh, but then the guy from the storage tells me, he goes, listen. What if I give you a reduced rate, uh, 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 a discount to, to vacate? And I listened for a second. I said, man, I'll tell you honestly, man, that, that discount really got to be, be uh, pretty um, significant in order for me to think, forget about the money now. Is it worth my time? I said, I would have to go and get a U-Haul truck, which is probably going to cost me 100 bucks or maybe $75, whatever. She goes, what about 300 bucks? So I kept quiet. I was like, 300 bucks? He says, yeah. He goes, you give me 300 bucks. You come get your stuff. There's no two shots. You get a big enough truck, get everything out in one shot. I was like, huh. I thought for a second. And I knew I had some ACs in here. And we have stuff here that we want to do. We've been wanting to do like a garage sale for, for the longest because um, we got stuff, man. We got stuff that we don't use, and 
Angel's always wanted to do a garage sale, just put some stuff that we have and, you know, that sits there, sits in, that we have in the shed in the bag. And he's like, you don't use this. Just put it out there. Get $5 for it. You know, it's not really about the money. It's about getting rid of stuff and, I guess, having an activity to do and, put, and, and, and do a yard sale. I'm, I don't go to yard sales. I like them. I like. I think they're cool. I don't like going. I really don't like going, looking through other people's shit, you know. Uh, I go to flea markets. That's a little different, but I don't know. I, I just feel funny about walking on somebody's property and looking at their box of fucking underwear and saying, yo, how much are these? Well, I'll give you the whole box uh, because they're used uh, for $3. I, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but anyway, so I thought about it for a second. I said, you know what? The ACs alone are worth. Even if I sold them at a fraction, I could make that $300 back. And not only that, I could see whatever else I have in there. You know, I'm sure there's going to be something in there that I overlooked because that shit was packed. Um... Finally, I looked at the guy. I was, I, well, I didn't look at him. We were over the phone. I said, you know what, Chris? You know what? Can you give me till Monday to get it? This was, uh, so we spoke on Thursday. I said, can you give me till Monday morning to get everything out? He goes, absolutely. I said, I'm going to bring you $300 on Monday morning. I will be there. I said, you're working on Monday? He said, yes, I am. I said, we'll be there. So I went in the room, told Angel. I said, hey, the storage. She said, what about it? I said, they're willing to let us vacate it for 300 bucks. He goes, oh, shit, you better take that. I'm like, I did. He goes, oh, good. She goes, we're going to need a truck, right? I said, yeah. She goes, how much would that cost? I said, under 100. I said, that'd be cool. That'd be quick. We'll get a big one. Make one trip. I said, you know, when we went, so we got, you know, Monday came. That was this morning. We got up early. Went to the U-Haul place right around the corner. She saw the small box trucks, and she was like... We could just get that one. Look at that one. You know, I think those things are like 1995. Well, I said, nah, man. Because I'm telling you, she goes, we don't have that much stuff. I said, we got, I don't know. I don't think that's going to work. I said, let's go with the 20-foot one. Let's do it the right way. I don't want to be in there trying to, you know, uh, fit fit everything in there. So we got the big one. We went over there, opened up the shed, the, the, the storage unit, paid the money. Uh... And damn, I'm glad I did. There was quite a bit of stuff that I overlooked. There was tools. I have to tell you, there was about $400 worth of tools. I'm talking about jigsaws, pieces from my um, my compressor, my compression uh, unit, compressor, um, uh, drills. Um, God. Then there was... Um, uh, whole box of the styling free cds and if you guys go on amazon you'll see those things are like 40 bucks each um and i swear there was about 300 of each one in that box so um but anyway um uh so anyway we go and um oh i'm sorry somebody just came up onto my driveway for some for a reason okay um so anyway, I go in there, and I move stuff around, and I find my glide cam. Now, my glide cam, I paid over three, I paid, I think, three fifty for it, just a glide cam. Now, this was the funny thing is, I had made sure that I got all my camera gear out of there the last time. Because I said, I knew when shit was going to, I said, I don't know, man. I said, let me get this stuff out of here. 
and uh, I got it. And plus, we have rebuilt my office and had this shelf specifically for my camera gear. And I have everything. Man, I have dollies. I have sliders. I have tripods. I have a crane. I have glycams. Uh, I have stuff that I made that was really cool. All kinds of stuff. Tons of lights, so backdrop screens, green screens, whatever. Uh, I see my glycam. I'm like, what the hell is this doing here? Because in my office, on the shelf, is a box. And it says, Glycam. So all this time, I thought the Glycam was in there. I just don't use that. I haven't been <clears throat> need to use it. And it was brand new. I think I only used it once. And man, when I saw that thing, that would have killed me had I needed that Glycam and climbed up up there and grabbed that thing and it wasn't in the box so that was a relief another relief is my daughter's a black belt in taekwondo she did taekwondo for many years when she was a child and in i had in there all her individual certificates in frame so every time you get a new belt you get a certificate for it you know and we ended up uh she had all of those and we had stored them away before she went to the army and I said man you know see these are things she's not going to really care too much about now she will later on um, and then uh, a lot of other you know things here and there that you know uh, that I didn't realize that I even had in there. I had a brand new lawnmower in there I had two weed whackers I had a an aerator, what's they call aerogator? You know, um, it's the machine that you connect to the back of your tractor and you pull in. It makes the holes um, in the in the yard, so that way when you fertilize it, fertilizer goes down deep. So I have one of those. I bought those. I bought one years ago. I totally forgot I even owned it. <laughs> I'm never gonna use it. <laughs> and I think I paid two hundred something dollars just for that. I know this lawnmower. Is you know was over a hundred dollars brand new. I'm talking about this thing was not have not has not been used. The reason why I had two is because I had the other house. But I think I bought it. I might have used this little more maybe one time. That's it. So, and then weed whackers. You know, I'm bad with weed whackers. For some reason, man, they always jam up. I always I, I don't know what I do. I do something with them that I screw them up. So, but anyway, so and then oh and then. So when we had the other house, I had built a jail cell for a short, a short play, um, a short film that I was working on. And this was like a life-size jail cell that I made with one of my old partners. He's not with me anymore. And, um, and this thing looks authentic. And when I saw that jail cell, I totally forgot about it. It was, it was dissembled. Just, I had the gate and had all the pieces. It, was, it took a lot of wood. My heart just dropped. Because I put so much time building, and I was so proud of that when we finished doing that jail cell, the jail cell was in there. And I'm gonna tell you what's so great about my wife, okay? I don't know if I'm ever gonna use that jail cell. I don't know. Um, I definitely don't need to use the frame and stuff like that, but the door itself looks pretty authentic. It's kind of dope. And uh, so I was going to take it with the wood and put it in the dumpster in the back of the storage place. And something just told her, listen, 
let's take all of that home, put it in the garage, and then we'll figure out then what to do with it. She goes, but what I'm thinking is what you should do. She's always trying to decorate my office. She goes, I think the door, you should put it somewhere, like on the wall, like just kind of propped up against the wall. And as soon as she said that, I visualized it. I said, yo, that would be kind of dope, you know? And But I appreciate her because... I don't know. She she's a fan of everything I do. She's a huge supporter, and she's a part of it. She's a part of it. So it's not like I do shit, and she's she's a part of everything I do. And so I think that sell <clears throat> meant just as much to her as it did to me. And she was very proud of it, and she loves the way it looks. And she's dying for me to do that film. And she talked me into bringing this cell home. So I did. So I got the cell here. Uh, I remember putting it on Craigslist once time, trying to sell it, see if anybody wanted a, a jail cell for like a short film or whatever. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so it took a ton of lifting. Not only that, when we did the exit, when, you know, so you have your storage and you have the exit where you park your truck. I don't know what made me pick like the furthest exit. I think because it was a straight line. So there was like, you, you sh- Storage was there, and if you look straight across, um, that's where the exit was. So we parked my, my Jeep and the truck out there. And, um, but it was a long, I swear, it was like, I don't know if you know the, the length of a New York City block. That's how long that shit was. It like went the entire length of the storage unit. So like, we're, we're on the other side. However, when, so when we were done, so we're putting this stuff on the trucks, and I'm talking about some of this wood is really, really heavy. And if you guys know my wife, She's little. I'm going to tell you right now. I warn you. Don't ever fuck with her. She's strong as shit. I'm telling you. All right? She's not one of them chicks. Oh, I can't lift this, yo. Everything that had to be lifted, she was there and she lifted it. And there was some shit that she lifted that I didn't want to lift because I knew it was heavy. And she's putting that shit in the truck by herself. So do not, do not ever sleep on her. (laughs) <laughs> but you see, I've always known this about her. But today, like, really, like, quadruple confirmed it for me. You know, so we got everything in the in the truck. Uh, by the time we finished that, we stopped off, got some Taco Bell, brought it home, ate something. Like, once I sat down, man, I was feeling it. I took, like, three painkillers and a, and a Red Bull. I was like, yo, I now... It's the other half. Not only do I have to unload this truck, I have to neatly put it into my office and into the house so it doesn't look cluttered until we decide what to do with this stuff and then start getting rid of everything, you know? And, oh, my God. (laughs) So, like, so right now, oh, 53 years old, I should not be feeling like this. Yo, this is not good. I swear, anybody ever steps to me like right now, they're going to kick my ass, man. I'll just go sit down in the corner and ball up and just let you fuck me up because I ain't trying to fight nobody right now. I'm in that kind of pain. My back is hurting. I'm walking like I'm 80, 89 years old. Listen, I'm pacing while I'm talking to you guys right now, and I look stupid. Word up. <laughs> yeah. So, But check this out. So then... We're unloading the truck. 
I pulled it all the way back, opened up my garage. So now at least when we're unloading it, it's a little quicker. See, I didn't realize because, you know, I forgot that what was taking us a long time wasn't just that we were loading the stuff, but we had that long ass walk. Like the green mile, that shit was like long. And now we just had a few feet. So now we're, we're pulling stuff out. And as we're pulling stuff up, we're making like piles. We're like, okay, stuff that's going to go in the shed in the back, stuff that's going in the garage, and the stuff that's going to go in the house goes on the porch. So we're pulling everything out. We're sorting it out like that. Got everything finally out the truck. But we still got the stuff on the driveway. We need to get it into where it has to go. And what happens? Lightning and thunder. We said, oh, no. I looked at her angel because she always checks the weather. I'm like, was it supposed to rain today? She goes, it's supposed to storm. I said, yo. So we grabbed everything that was like paper, stuff that we knew could get screwed up. And we just got everything. And of course, right at the last, so the last two minutes of me bringing stuff in, I got soaking wet. It was those big raindrops. So, but either that, anyway, listen, we got everything in. I just wanted to share that adventure with you guys. Finally, an adventure that I'm in pain right now. <laughs> yo, yo, I got a blister on my foot. Yo, this is not good. This is really what I just did. It's like people do this shit every day for a living. Yo, I'm like a punk. If I had to get a regular job, do this, I will be in trouble. This is crazy. This is not good. I'm sharing with you guys because you're my people, but I'm embarrassed <laughs> to feel like this. You know, I was always a health nut, man. I boxed. I played football. I used to run. I was always good. This is bad. <laughs> however, however, we did it. We did it. I ain't quit. I ain't run out of breath. I ain't hurt myself. Not like hurt myself to a point where I dropped something on me. And I got a bum knee, you know? The only time that bum knee almost kicked in is when I used that knee to lift myself up onto the truck. After that, I was like, that wasn't a good idea. And I'll probably feel that tomorrow. Angel didn't want me to go up, so she started going up on the truck. I just passed the stuff, which was the better way of working anyway, so. But anyway. All right, guys, I just wanted to share that with you. I hope, hope you found it amusing. <laughs> um, I guess uh, stay safe, man, and until tomorrow, good night, Freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.